The following is a production from Role Playing Public Radio. SlangDesign.com slash RPPR. Warning, the following may offend bug powder addicts, waitresses, and LARPers. The following RPG.net rant should not be read while operating heavy machinery. Some of these jokes are just for me. When I got to Denny's, Blobbert Smith was there waiting for me in a family-sized booth. A pile of ripped books and notepapers were at his side. I was more than a little surprised to find myself gaming again. It was the winter of 1991, and while my love life was still a spectacular disaster, I was confident that Bill Clinton was going to win the election this year, and that I would never have to hear the term President Bush again. Much like the end of the disco era, you're early. Well, I know how long it can take to set up a Palladium character, so I thought I would get here early. Please help yourself to paper and pencils. Oh, thanks. So, where will we be playing? Here. I, I thought this was just some kind of pre-game get-together. I am afraid not. My parents have banned all gaming-related activities. Activities since I tried to have a vampire LARP in the basement. I don't think... You tried to run a LARP in your basement? What better place to evoke the dark mystery of the Mind's Eye Theater than a dark underground room reeking of mothballs and an ill-kept furnace? My only sin was allowing the event to become too intense. I said time and time again that the players in my dark psychodrama could bring katanas and hatchets, but they were only for ornamental purposes. Oh no. Indeed, a sword fight at the mouth of my parents' basement. How sublime. Blobbert, you should have known something like that would happen. LARPers are the crazy ex-girlfriends of gaming. And are you sure that having a game at a Denny's is a good idea? Why not? After all, are not most of the most important events of our lives accompanied by food? I suppose. Life is a single serving buffet, AB3. Pile your dish high. Blobbert would be pretty deep for a guy wearing a frilled shirt, leather pants, and a paisley vest. I put together a character, and I decided to play a mostly regular Joe who got swept into the crazy Rift's multiverse. Deviant Boy was the next to show up. He brought with him a long-haired kid with a sleepy disposition. Hey, long time no see. I thought you were done with gaming. Well, after my adventures, I think I can kick back and enjoy a game now. You've... Been having adventures. Oh, I've had adventures. I'd tell you about them, but I wouldn't want to blow your tiny little mind. Wow. Actually, I spent most of my summer playing Starflight on my Sega Genesis, but I'd be damned if I tell them that. And this is my new roommate, Collateral Dare. Yo. Surely not the collateral, Darren. Yo. Collateral Darren was another local legend. His speciality was destroying role-playing games with point-based character generation systems. 
I don't think he did it on purpose, but he was one of those people with a genius that bordered on madness. His nickname was based on his famous Champions character, Collateral Damage, a superhero whose special power was the ability to make hostages explode. Weasley has yet to arrive. You invited Weasley? How could you? But you never had objections to Weasley's presence before. But Weasley is letting El Disgusto crash with him. And the most dangerous place in the world is between El Disgusto and a game. Isn't that the kid that smells like breaded fish? A few minutes later, Weasley and El Disgusto showed up. It suddenly became very crowded in that family-sized booth. Hey, y'all! Hey, it's AB3. I thought my failure sense was tingling. What's with the attitude? I haven't seen you in months. Attitude? You try getting fired from your job and then having to spend the last few months on the run, a fugitive from a dozen credit card companies, and a jury duty summons, and see how sunny your disposition is. Why did you get fired? Because his bosses found out he was going commando under his Chuck E. Cheese costume. What? I was shocked to find out the Chuckster was a guy in a costume, too. Could I please have everyone's character sheets? I decided to make a techno-wizard. I call him Merle Owen. I've always felt that every time a pun like that is made somewhere in the world, a nerd dies. I was born to play a juicer. This one happens to be named Carl. My character is a former Coalition Borg named Monty Robot. Wow, and people say I make obscure references. It's like a nine on the Dennis Miller scale. Can't be you every time. I am playing a crazy called Fuck You Up For Life, son. He's so crazy he thinks he's a ninja. What the You're playing him as yourself? You're cruising for a helping of chicken fried whoop-ass. And your character, AB3? I made a mildly psychic rogue scholar. His name? Rex Connor. Oh man, that has sucks written all over it. It sucks like the watermark on your paper or something, because damn if it doesn't always come through. Will you back off? If you two guys hate each other so much, then why do you game together? It's a funny story, Darren. You see, when I was a young boy walking along the beach in Lake George, I came upon something shiny half buried in the sand. I dug it up, and it was like a lamp from Aladdin. So I rubbed the lamp, and out pops this cut-rate genie. He said to me, since I am a cut-rate genie, I can only grant you one wish. Tell me, AB3, would you like a million dollars or a giant dick? He's finally snapped! I thought for a long time, and since I've never been a monetary kind of guy, I said, I'd like a giant dick. And the genie and his lamp disappeared in a puff of smoke. The next day, I met El Disgusto. Hey, if I wanted a pointless, humorless story that drags on forever, I'd read a White Wolf novel. Perhaps now we should begin the game. Our story begins on the borders of Coalition territory and a desert wasteland in a world... The waitress approached. She was very good-looking, dark hair, dark eyes, and a name tag that said Sam. She obviously disliked us immediately. That somehow made her all the more luring. You guys ready to order? Our soups for the day are... Hey, lady, if we want soup, we will ask for it. Just because your company owns stock in a soup concern doesn't mean they can shove it down our throats. Hey, soup is good food. No, man. Soup is gravy with shrapnel in it. But ironically enough, you love chili. Chili is Warhammer Fantasy roleplay. Soup is D&D. I don't think I have ever had my ring piece blown out by a game of D&D. 
Well, you are fairly new to the Albany gaming scene. Give it time. Would somebody please order something? My palate desires pie. But what kind of pie? The patriotic fervor of apple. The esoteric revelations of blueberry. Perhaps the October dream that is pumpkin. Or perhaps the culinary diacotomy known as rhubarb. Or even a- For Christ's sake. Just order some cheesecake. Capital idea. Capital. One cheesecake? Uh, what would you like to drink? Milk. Next? Patty melt with an extra side order of fries. Got any Mountain Dew? We have seven up. Uh, sheesh. Well, I guess you don't then. I'll have an orange soda. Okay, and you? Just a water, please. Great. Uh, next? A salad for me. I'm watching my physique. If you want to help me. Just let me know. Not a chance. Uh, To drink? A chocolate shake. Whatever. Um, Are you ready to order? Um, what are your soups today? (sighs) Minestrone and cream of mushroom. Do you have any Italian wedding soup? We have minestrone and cream of mushroom. Are you sure? Can you check? All we have is minestrone... And cream of mushroom soup. Then I'll have the turkey club and an iced tea, but no ice in the iced tea. Fine, and you? Uh, well, I would like a burger, fries, and a large Coke. Done. Thank you, Samantha. What? What did you call me? Uh, Samantha? My name is Sam, you little freak. Can't you read? Well, uh, Sam is, is, is short. It's short for Samantha, isn't it? Who are you, the fucking nickname police? I I, I didn't mean to offend. Uh, what is it short for? My name is Sam. Just Sam to you. Uh, uh, s- sorry. The waitress stormed off. I sat there blushing madly, staring at the table, listening to the guys sitting around me, choking back <laughs> giggles. I knew that the first one of them to crack a joke would be destined to become my enemy for life, and that someday we would have to fight to the death in a sinking ship with flaming shovels. Man, you're like not going to get laid ever, are you? Well, that came as the no surprise to anyone did it. Once everyone else had stopped laughing, we got started. Our story begins on the borders of coalition territory and a desert waste. Can you back up? I mean, I skimmed the Rifts books, but I don't really have a good grasp of what the world is like. It's got ninjas and robots. What more do you need to know? If Ronnie James Dio and Piers Anthony wrote a role-playing game, it would be Rifts. It is all that and none of it. Rifts is a world beset by strange magic and mad science, an apocalypse and a rebirth, a reality where cliches from a dozen Different genres make war and love beneath a backdrop of metatextual fan fiction. Oh. Be that as it may, our story begins on the border of coalition territory. Coalition? Republicans with power armor. Just roll with it. On the border of coalition territory and a desert wasteland in a strange city known only as the Interzone, clusters of minarets and skyscrapers cast the narrow streets into shadow. At the heart of the city, in a disused park, is the bazaar, where anything can be bought. This is where each of your player characters find themselves. Why do they find themselves in this exotic and inviting place? 
The reasons are contained in these envelopes drawn at random. Random plot hook generation? Well, I'll try anything once. As we were opening our envelopes, our food arrived. Here's your cheesecake. How sublime. Please allow me to place an order for my second piece now. Your turkey club and iced tea without any ice. Was this turkey fresh? Denny's is dedicated to bringing you fine quality foods at great prices. Your patty melt fries and orange drink. I didn't order an orange drink. I ordered an orange soda. Is there a difference? Well, is there a difference between a magic user and an illusionist? Is there a difference? Well, I guess when you see your tip, you'll know, won't you? One salad and one chocolate shake. Thanks. You know, you should smile more. I mean, you've got the body of a 20-year-old. But when you frown, it's like you got the face of a 30-year-old. Good thing you sat in my section. I might have never known. I'm a full-service kind of guy. And lastly, we have the open-faced meatloaf sandwich with extra coleslaw and a diet fresco. Um, didn't I order the hamburger platter? Did I bring you the hamburger platter? No, but I did order it. No, you didn't. You asked for an open-faced meatloaf sandwich. But- I remember because I thought you were a meathead and you asked for a meatloaf sandwich and it struck me as kind of funny. I love observational humor. (laughs) With that, the waitress left. The open-faced meatloaf sandwich was fine, but to this day, the taste of humiliation reminds me of the taste of Diet Fresca. So the piece of paper in the envelope says, I came here because my character is jaded and wants new experiences. Cool. And I'm here looking for Dr. Benway. I want revenge for the illegal operations he performed on me as a child. As you can see, I have drawn a picture to show where the questionable orifice was installed. And my character is here because he's trying to deal with his addiction to... Bug powder? Bug powder is a most potent opiate in this world. And my techno wizard is here to hire his services to the highest bidder or the most appropriate NPC. Okay, this is bullshit. My character is here because he killed his wife trying to shoot a glass off her head. No, not happening. It is just a simple background story to allow you easier integration into the campaign. Hello? Stupid. I'm a ninja and ninjas don't miss. <laughs> Tell that the Weasley's toilet seat. Blobbert pressed on, managing to get the party together and on their way to their first mission by the time he was on his third piece of cheesecake. We were contracted by a her sweet and transgendered Dr. Benway. So this is a cabaret with an outpatient surgery center? Yes. It is called Cafe Flesh. Dr. Binway calls you all over to a table and straddles a chair while speaking to you. You cannot help but notice the sinewy legs barely contained by silk stockings. What a pleasure it is to make all your acquaintances, Dr. Binway says, and at such an opportune time. I asked Dr. Benway if there's any way I can get unaddicted to bug powder. Dr. Binway's ruby lips purse beneath a bark goatee. Uh, is that like a yes or no or a... Anyone here touches my character and they die. My cyborg gets into the mood of the whole thing. I'll see if any Dr. Benway singing nurses wants to ratchet my nuts. All of Dr. Benway's singing nurses are castratos. 
Hey, I love Italian girls. Can we please cut out this nonsense and get on with whatever mission there is? Dr. Binway explains that the cafe is in dire need of the mutant centipedes that lurk in the wastelands from their poison sacks. Dr. Binway is able to create the panacea needed to cure both bug powder addiction and trench mouth. It is also the special ingredient for their chicken wings. If you will journey into the wastelands and harvest a few of these centipedes, Dr. Binway will reward you richly. Dr. Binway asks if you have any questions. Now, uh, about this Orphis. We all agreed to the mission, and as a reward, Dr. Benway allowed us to have the run of cafe flesh for the night. After some debauchery described in Blobbert's florid style, we are off. While your memories of the evening's events may be faded and uncertain, the truth of what happens lingers on as a tingle in your hypothalamus glands. That inner zone is one weird town. This is a lot more interesting than some weird old dungeon crawl. Figures you'd like it, dances with mugwumps. Suddenly, you are attacked by- Hey, um, is there anything else you guys need? No, six pieces of cheesecake is more than enough. Well, are you guys ready for your check? Oh, not for a few hours yet, I think. We watched the waitress storm off. Uh, She looks pissed. Who cares? As I said, you are all attacked by mutant brigands. The very worst kind. Wow, we did great. Not a scratch on us. Our character's love of combat is only equaled by their love of swimming, bodybuilding, and martial arts. I hang one of the mutant brigands from a cactus and scrawl on his chest with his own blood. They didn't listen. Hardcore! We traveled further into the wastelands. We park our motorcycles by the rundown building. Inside, among the cobwebs and inches of dust, you find old arcade games and episodes of Battlestar Galactica on Laserdisc. There is still enough juice to run these things? Somehow, yes. You got lucky. Instead of Battlestar Galactica, do they have any old episodes of Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? After another day on the road, we encountered another group of strangers. Who are you people? One of them explains, this is a ley line, man. So we be ley line walkers, man. Rastafarian, ley line walkers. Yeah, man. Suddenly all those lisping glitter boys make all the more sense. What are they doing out there? Danya be knowing that all the best ganja grows along the ley lines, man. I kill them and take their stash. Hardcore! Can I get anything else for you guys? No, we're fine. Uh, guys, maybe she needs this boot for someone else. Uh, we should probably wrap this up. Hey, Baldy, I don't need you to speak up for me, okay? Baldy. She called him Baldy. Um, <laughs> Sam, it looks like we caught off on the wrong foot here, and I... Wrong foot? What the hell is that supposed to mean? I, uh, I... These are orthopedic shoes. They may look funny to you, but I have to wear them because I'm on my feet all night dealing with drunks and weirdos like you. They're different colors because that's all I could afford. I'm here to wait on you, not to freaking amuse you. What the hell is this? What are you talking about? When did I end up in this scene from Goodfellas? The waitress stormed off. She wasn't cursing under her breath, that was for damn sure. Dude, you should totally ask her for her number. Oh, you're just reveling in this. Reveling in it? 
I haven't been this happy since the Knight Rider Marathon. You know what your problem is, AB3? You don't use enough hard consonants when talking to girls. Girls get turned on if you do that. Eventually, we got back to the adventure. The deeper we got into the wasteland, the stranger the encounters we got were. I'm sure that Blobbert Smith saw them as role-playing opportunities. Some of the team saw them differently. The woman wears a ruined wedding gown and carries a blood-stained parasol. The doll she carries smells vaguely of meat. I attack! Finally, after another hour, our characters found themselves at the centipede nesting grounds. Things did not go as well as we had hoped. Um, you would think Dr. Benway would have warned us these were giant centipedes. Well, we aren't dead. We might still be able to escape. They beat us down, tied us up, and laid hundreds of eggs in our back. And now they're singing show tunes. I don't have to sing love songs to tell you we're in love, cause we're in love. Aren't we? I don't have to convince you or tell you how to feel our love is real. Are we not in love? It's an obvious fact that needs no explanation, no reiteration. Why shucks tarnation? Why should I waste my breath to say what you already knew? Baby, I'm plumb crazy over you. This game has exterminated all rational thought. Well, there has to be something that can save us. Uh, the police? There are no police in Rifts. Uh, yeah, but there is a policeman in Denny's, and he's coming this way. If anyone asks, my name is Old Yellowbelly. Evening, gentlemen. Good evening! If I might ask, who is the owner of the blue gremlin with the yellow and red racing stripes? Heh. <laughs> Actually, those are Karelian blood stripes. Don't they teach you guys anything at the police academy? Well, would you mind telling me why there's a law rocket in the back seat? I don't think that's any of your business. We managed to get clear as the policeman rested collateral Darren to the ground, cuffed him, and led him away. Uh, it's diffused. It really is. I'm holding it for a friend. It's totally a bomb. I lose more roommates that way. Well, on that note, I think we should call it a night. Yeah, I gotta start my paper route in an hour or so. Well, all we have to do now is divide the check up five ways. That doesn't make sense. I don't think we're going to get any cash out of Collateral Darren, do you? Yeah, but I didn't order anything. Oh yeah? And what's this? A water. That you ordered. I rest my case. But- I. Rest. My. Case. Okay. You know, there are prison bitches with relationships that are more life-affirming than the one you two have. You guys divvy up the check. I need to use the restroom. I excused myself to the restroom, but what I really did was wait for a moment to catch Sam's attention. I spoke to her for a moment over by the payphones. What do you want now? I'm sorry. What? For whatever it is I somehow did or didn't do to drive you crazy tonight, I'm sorry. I I know having us sitting there for five hours must have been a drag. Well, you did frighten off that screaming homeless guy. Apology accepted? Yeah, I guess. I think they're ready for the check. Finally? Yeah, finally. You know, you aren't such a bad guy, really. Your friends don't make you look very good, though. I'll I'll go get your check. I waited until Sam was out of sight before I punched the air once or twice. All I needed to do was eat here once a week or so for the next few months, and I might finally get up the nerve to ask her out. Imagine my surprise when she came back with a phone number. 
on a slip of paper. By the way, here. Ah, now this is... My brother's number. He's into that dragons and dungeons stuff you guys are playing. His name is Guido. You might be able to get him in one of his games sometime. Ah, well, uh, thanks. That's very kind of you. And here's your check. All right, I'll bring it back to the guys. Don't you know? They all laughed. What? I guess they all got to arguing over something, and they all stormed out. Oh, well, isn't that, um... Okay, now that we bonded here, Sam, do you think you might be able to give me a running start? Sorry, um, no. So that's it. I came to play riffs, but I ended up doing dishes. I suppose there's some kind of poetic metaphor I could make about that, but let's be honest, that's more of Blobbert's kind of thing.